Yo, what's good? This is BJ and Jeff fucking Wood from Full Scale Riot. You're now listening to the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast. Hey, <laughs> we're, rolling. we're on. We're rolling. Right, this we're is rolling. weird. Yeah. Welcome to fucking episode twenty-five of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Yeah, we're here with uh, a really good friend. And yes, an but amazing we musician. are we are minus yeah one Jeff fucking Lucky Thirteen guy. Jeff, I'm very disappointed. I gotta yeah, say, well, he lives the life of Riley. Like yeah. he's like well, fuck, on a tropical island right now. Yeah, if if I had out. the choice, I'd probably be on a tropical island myself. No offense. No offense taken. We're also at a different fucking location. Yes, we are. We're at the Rising Pulse Records compound. Yeah, yeah. Undisclosed area. Very yeah. impressive, I must say. Very Thanks. Impressive. Yeah, it's like it's like Thank not even guys. like I hate saying the word man cave, but like this whole place is black and the whole. T- <laughs> it's like the whole place is a cave. Yeah. Well, you know. This is, what, this is what John on the inside. Yeah. This yeah. is John on the inside. You know, it's uh, all black. And <laughs> I'm definitely a fan. I didn't think we were going to go in this route, but I'm yeah. so listen, <laughs> It's dark. We're surrounded by skulls and evil shit and like records <laughs> and all kinds of nonsense. John is an is a artist. We, you know, we, oh, we all know, yeah, we all know how eclectic and, 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 and that stuff about John. <laughs> Thanks. You know, it's interesting. I came up with this really interesting idea. I, I've been laughing about it like alone. <laughs> like for the last three or four days, I want to do. You know how like you. You know how like there's this new thing where people film their film re, like reactions to like movie trailers and all yeah. that sure. stuff. So I, I had this idea about filming Jimmy's reactions oh, to <laughs> all the different types of like crazy music I listen to. And just that's interesting. That would be very interesting, actually, because use it as a way <laughs> to promote the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast. Because I guarantee you. It I'll would be it. absolutely yeah. hysterical. Jimmy is opinionated. I'll, I'll, I'll I listen to the podcast. I, 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 I'll hate so much shit. I don't really hate it. I know, like, I know. I'm so open-minded, but Dude, it's like I have to add I think your reactions will be like, Johnny, what the hell are <laughs> you got me listening to? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be pretty pretty well. Anyway, you know, to, Tibetan monks and whatnot. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And it's weird that like we're all holding microphones. Diamanda Gallus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God, perfect. <laughs> oh, you know that stuff <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm not as eclectic, but I've I've you know I, I've tr- tried and experienced a lot of stuff you know yeah. just through. But but like the, for the people that are listening, like bro, who are you? Oh, who am I? <laughs> yeah. That's a very good question. <laughs> No, <clears throat> my name is Joe James, and I uh, play guitar in a few bands, and uh, such as Inhuman and Silver Tomb. Mm-hmm. Nice. Currently. Currently. Yes. Cool. Nice. Formerly of. Formerly of Agnostic Front. Yes. Uh, and You're a couple other bands. Agnostic Front records. Yes, correct? I was. I was on Warriors in My Life, My Way. Nice. Yes. Awesome. Eight years with Agnostic Front. That's very cool, man. Many sure tours. You know, yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was fun. Yeah. Great opportunity. Yeah. And you've been you've been guys. playing one playing, of my favorite bands ever. Yeah. Uh, you've been playing music for a really long time at this point, right? <laughs> Twenty five years or yeah. so. Yeah. Incredible. And, and, am I wrong? But I, I I could I could be wrong. I'm usually not. Though. Shoot. Mm. But you like you taught yourself how to play guitar. Sure. You did. Well, for the most part, like when I was 13, I took like a two months of lessons where they taught me how to tune it and like what a power chord was, but right. beyond that everything else is by ear mm-hmm. for the most part, right. you know? Yeah, by ear. We had before the new before Lucky 13 that we know now opened, 
me and you had a conversation at the old Lucky 13, which I was only at that place two or three times. Okay. And I don't remember who was there or who was playing or whatever, but it was packed and you were there and we were bullshitting and for some reason that stuck out in my head. Oh, yeah. That, I believe, was when you were first pretty much fresh and agnostic front. Yeah, right. And then we had a conversation and, and I don't know how we led, led to it. But. See, I'm upset Jeff's not here because I got a lot of stories about Lucky 13 too because, you know, we used to hang there a lot when they first opened in the old location, the old shore, and yeah. my birthday party was probably one of their first parties they ever had there, you know, so... No, no shit. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy, too. You know, I don't know what possessed us at that party, but, like, we all got pretty drunk and, like, started, like, open-handed smacking each other, <laughs> like, Holy like geez. the whole party. It was weird. It was, like, we're just walking up to each other, smacking each other. It was really crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, right. it was just a weird night. It wasn't malicious or anything, but it was yeah, no, just I get it. outlandish, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just saying. drunk and slapping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Slap yeah, happy. Yeah. Slap yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. Good shit. Yeah, man. So, um, what do you, um, what do you have going on? Okay. Now? Uh, well. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people are curious. Okay. It's mean, floating around. There's like little teases. There's a flyer going on. Okay. Well, uh, shoot. Like Joe. I said, um, I started a new band with a couple of guys who've been there, done that, and I guess you could say. And um, the name of the band I said before was Silver Tomb. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a project that we put together about two and a half years ago, three years ago. We started writing music and uh, you know putting it together quietly, just jamming and, and getting this t these ideas together. We have about an album's worth of music now. And um, yeah, really quiet because once it came out, it was just like no one heard it. Like all of a sudden, this band is formed. They got logos. They they're playing the show. Like where this band come? Yeah, you know, you guys kept it on the wraps. Good. Yeah, what sure. And now? even now, we're kind of like, you know, the fact that we put it out there. We still are unsigned, and uh, you know, we there's only so much we can really talk about now because we don't want to let the cat out of the bag too much until we have a record and all that, you know? Right, right, right. But I think that, that just with the lineup of just the guys that you're involved with in this band, I mean, a, a label should start poking. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, we'll figure it out eventually. We just got to look yeah. for what's right for us, and mm -hmm. um, you know, we want to take it seriously and get you know get it out to as many people as we can, and expose it to people, you know. Who were fans of Typo or fans of Agnostic Front, all sure. all yeah. the bands that we sure. were involved with, and um, sure. seven void. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, you have um, you have some personal history with the members of Typo Negative. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, um, in 1996, I was good friends with a band called Uranium 235, who went on tour with Typo uh, in it, you know for about a month, and I was a roadie for them back then. So I got to meet those guys then, and um, right. shout it was out to Matt Brown. Yeah, shout out to Matt Brown, and rest in peace, Billy Kelly, and uh, rest in peace, Peter Steele. Rest yeah. in peace, Peter Steele. You know, um, it's sad that we lost a lot of friends along the way from that time, but you know, and it was so it was like you know so many good times that we had. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, I'm happy that we got together, and all these people are getting together to carry on more of what. You know, we're not just letting it die and going on and, you know, doing, we're still creative and we're still doing something and, and moving on, you know? Sure. Yeah. That's sure, awesome, man. man. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played a show this weekend. Uh, yes, you yeah. did. You did the Smash Cancer Benefit. It went really well. Really yeah. great, like, turnout. Really good energy from the people who came out. Uh, a lot of younger kids. I didn't realize it was like an all ages thing. Mm -hmm. Like Jorge from Marauder, his son, was like moshing it up the whole show. I was like, oh, and it's awesome. so strange to me because, you know. I didn't realize it was all yeah. ages either. I yeah. saw it. Shout out to Joe Buddha because he was live like for yeah. every single band. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I watched, I watched a bunch of these. Oh, that's cool, cool. Yeah, I watched cool. a whole bunch. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I was with my kid, so I was mm -hmm. like, 
I was like, hey, look, Alexa, look, you know Mike's Skandata. Uh, yeah. She's like, yeah. And then she was like, oh, yeah. She's like, so what? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, but that's happening right now. Look. Right, right. And then right. you're like, usually like in the middle of like Brooklyn Bath. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah. oh, all right, cool. It's a really cool venue, too. Brooklyn. Awesome. I was shocked. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't know what to expect walking in. You know, the show is very well promoted, it but like a, you know, space. It is. It is a, it, it is a really decent space. space. It's it like is. yeah, I'd say upstairs is probably like a capacity of like uh, four hundred or something and like that's that. That's where you are. That, upstairs. Yeah, upstairs. I don't know the layout of the. Place so there's yet. there's three floors to the venue. Not to bore everybody, but like no, um, that's fine. You know, the top floor is where the bands. Well, actually, the floor you walk into is like a lounge area. Mm-hmm. They have like a chicken joint inside the place and a yeah. bar downstairs. That's and like a big space. Yeah, it was. It's huge, and that's it's all air conditioned down there so it was really cool to get out of the room that's like so hot yeah. and go downstairs and chill for a little bit and go back up they were letting people roam around yeah. that's uh, the only part of the, the venue I've ever seen downstairs, downstairs I heard in the basement they have mini golf really? which I, yeah I didn't I didn't get a chance to see it but <laughs> that's awesome yeah, it was, yeah I mean like what more could you ask for really right. you know what I mean mini golf chicken yeah yeah <laughs> lounge it was it was cool man I had a great time you know like like I said the turnout was good very good I'd say like 80% full you know awesome. um like i said great energy from from the people who came out you know we got a lot of love and uh you know we don't play that often anymore within human you know it's it was very selective to yeah. what shows we do and Absolutely. this was a great cause so of course we got behind it and yeah. um you know playing with marauder is a band say, plus you're playing with marauder you know sworn enemy yeah that, i mean on and on and on with the bands but especially marauder that you know um this history dude. yeah i know them for a long time you know yeah. probably like John, like yeah. you know, yeah. twenty years, twenty yeah, something sure. years, we know each other, you know. Yeah. So, it's cool whenever we get the chance to do something with people who we grew up with or influenced by or anything like. That's really the motivating factor within human at this point is like only playing with people who we want to play with, like yeah, sure. who in- inspired us or motivated us or was a friend who helped us at one point or another. Right. Th- those are the only thing we'll get off our ass for yeah, at this you point, get, you know. You have, op- <laughs> yeah, you have like an opportunity to play a good fucking show. Yeah, it's not about to, yeah. You gotta pass that up. It's not really about like making it anymore it's not really about like uh you know like trying to be the next big thing or anything it's just about having fun with my friends who yeah. we've been playing for like you know 20 i'm in the band 20 years this year yeah, you know yeah. so Holy it's shit, like you know it's amazing, that's fucking crazy you know um you know we we never really took it that far because we didn't tour that that you know that much but at the end of the day i'm really proud of the work that we've done and and um yeah, man. Listen, you know those are my best friends you know so yeah you, you can't you know listen there's not that many bands that have been around for fucking 20 years sure sure you know sure sure yeah John, you know, right over there. We're good. We're good. It's just the sure? monitor went to sleep, but we're still recording. Monitor went to sleep. Monitor went to sleep, but we're good. There it is. Voice. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. that wasn't me. It made it go to sleep. The monitor's gonna go to sleep, but we're gonna keep going. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that's yeah, that's the way. Well, you know, listen, things, you know what? We're winging it. Listen, we're in, winging it. We're in a fucking random room. At we the are. Fucking rise and pulse. This is the first so. time I've ever done this here, so yeah. It's my. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for inviting me. As you know, you know. Listen, like I said, you know, to bring you to bring me in your house, you know, it's it's a you know. Appreciate it, man. Come on, man. That's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Very so cool. I, I, I hit you up because I was like, you know what? You guys got this, the first ever show that you guys at Silver Tomb is playing. Yes. And that's next Saturday. Yep. Coming up Saturday, the 26th. Why don't you talk about that a little sure. bit, guy? All right. Well, this, <laughs> this show is another benefit show because right. I'm a big believer in supporting good causes. And uh, sure. uh, this one is the Ride for Dime benefit, which is, uh, you know... A tribute and a memorial to Dimebag Daryl, slain guitarist of Pantera. You know, uh, his wife. His wife. Yeah. Well, it's. I I think it's his girlfriend. I don't know if they were officially married or anything, but at the end of the day, might as well be his wife. They were together forever. You know. That's semantics. But um, 
yeah, she came to Johnny and asked him, Johnny Kelly, and asked him if uh, we were interested in doing it. We hadn't played a show yet, obviously, so we were like on the fence, like, oh, should we do it? Whatever, you know, like, uh, is it the right time for us to kind of announce this thing and, and put it out there? And sure. uh, it's a great cause, like I said, so that motivated great us. Fucking first show, man. Sure, great, sure. great venue. Another thing that we were really interested in, like being seen in a place that has a good, decent PA sure. and a nice, you know, yeah. you know, and and. Since we've announced it, which is really cool, a lot of the people who were involved with Typo, like their sound engineer and their lighting guy, and they're all coming in to help us, you know what I mean? So, and, and like, you know, we, we're not offering anything, obviously. It's just that they're offering their goodwill to us because, you know, they want to see us yeah. do well, you know? And it's, it's an awesome thing for people to come together for this. And, and, you know, the amount of love that we're receiving on Facebook and Instagram, social media, you know, it's, it's really awesome. And it's, it's humbling to, I mean... To see the love they have for Typo is huge, but even like people, my friends who are, you know, wishing me well and all that stuff, yeah. it's, it's 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 a great feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course. yeah, I saw I saw um, I saw you play because you were obviously in Seven Void. Yes, I, well, I I wasn't in full time. I did some tours. I did some shows and stuff. You know, I saw I saw Seven Void only one time though, and that was at Starland, and it was I believe 2006. Were you in the lineup? No, then? I wasn't. I I. I Matt Brown, uh, a friend of ours, oh, okay. yeah, he was in the band at the time. That was, that was, I might have been there. They opened up for Carter. You guys, yeah, I was there. I was there. I wasn't in the band though. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Hank, like, Hank, yeah, Hank, yeah, yeah. Hank was in the band. <laughs> yeah, the bass player from yeah, Inhuman, yeah, yeah. and um, and then at, towards the end of the Seven Void set, Pete came. Yes, out and you guys did. Fuck, yeah, kill all the white people. Kill all the white people. Yeah, they were doing that on the tour. Like, yeah, they were going out and um covering that on the tour just to kind of. You know, give some fans something to you know that they wanted or whatever. But um, at that particular night, he came out and did it with them, which is really cool. Yeah, you know, it was fucking great, man. Yeah, and he cool. staged over. I don't know if you remember that, which was really funny. No, like, but I remember, he, I remember <laughs> with a big bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that was his poison. Huge bottle of wine, and he had like this button-down shirt on. Yeah, and I was standing in the crowd. I'm like, no shit, that's fucking Pete's deal. And they did kill the white. It was really funny to shit. see his huge body go into the like stage <laughs> dive. It wasn't like a huge stage; it was just kind of like a fall into the crowd. Well, but yeah, because just that big boot in the air like you know it was, <laughs> it was definitely like being very acrobatic yeah, yeah 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 you know what i mean yeah man but that was fucking that was crazy shit and that was the last time i saw carnival i still yeah. have a shirt too but i won't wear it anymore mm-hmm. yeah I kicked myself in the ass that i actually wore it a couple of times great hey, bands what are you gonna do man yeah. on the back time. it said carnival so we meet again me oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, you know, uh, shit, my girlfriend is a you know fan of typo negative. Sure, and uh, you know she has been for a long, long time, and she didn't know anything about carnivore. Oh, and then <laughs> I could see that. You know, if you weren't, a lot of people don't. Yeah, yeah. Typo, typo. I was like, nah. Because, hey. Listen, I love, I love typo negative, yeah. but I'm a carnivore guy all fucking yeah. day. Sure, I mean, she, different generation. Yeah, yeah. And She's I like, bo- I like here, both. You know yeah, yeah. Mean? That's the thing. If you were like in the '90s into those kind of like bands at the time that were big, like you know. Uh, Roadrunner bands and stuff like that. You didn't really right. necessarily have to do all the homework to what bands they were in before and stuff. You just liked right. the band at face value and, sure, and sure. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but you know. But she was devastated, like, in a way, you know. When he passed? Well, yeah, of course. But, well, I mean, well, to learn about Carnivore, I was like, oh, you don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could be an. Yeah, I mean. Again, it was it's a different time. Yeah. So if you take it out of context yeah. and you put it out today in this world of 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 oh, you know God. um you know just people trying to not offend people and all that, sure. which I understand and it's yeah, it's, it's cool it's, it's, you know. It's like, it's like growth. In yeah. A way, you know, but but it's, it was. A but there's always got to be an opposing voice. There's always right. going to be that. You're you know right. what I mean? There's right. always going to be people out there who don't agree and mm-hmm. whatever, and that's just what me. You know, if everybody agreed and and. and 
you know believe the same things the world would be a pretty boring place to me yeah, you know what i mean right and we wouldn't need a government we wouldn't need yeah all i mean the things we need we wouldn't need laws we wouldn't need uh, i'm not def- like yeah. utopia i'm it not defending uh people who oppress other people or whatever but i'm saying that like uh you know sometimes like especially with carnivore especially like that retaliation record where there's like controversial songs and stuff it's really if you think about it done in a character mm-hmm. it's not absolutely yeah. people don't get that like, yeah and that's what people miss about it you know Pete, like like a lot of that shit is tongue-in-cheek man. sure it is it is and if you know where it's coming from that, that's like what you said about context like people take shit out of context of if you don't understand who pete was where that band was from what the whole deal is and then you, I mean, you listen to fucking Race War, mm-hmm. you know, like if somebody sure. walking down the street. It's a fantasy song, you know, it's about what happens if, yeah. well, this exactly. is what, you know what I mean? Jesus, Hitler, oh my God, it has Hitler in the title, right. everyone's a Nazi. It was meant to be, it was meant to be offensive, but it wasn't meant to be racist. It was meant yeah. to be like shocking, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. sure. But it all was. good art, like in my opinion, like good art make, challenges you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You're not sure. supposed to take it and be like... Oh, whatever. You know what I mean? It's right. supposed to be like, oh my God, you know? Yeah, right. And that's the thing with, you know, in comedy, all art forms, you know, yeah. if it's taken out of context and removed from the equation of what the the idea behind it is, it loses, first of all, the funny. Of course. Or the, or the you know, or the artisticness of it. Right. And it's just taken for what one, par- one portion of it is. Right. You know what I mean? I and, sure. and that's where... That's where a lot of people get confused nowadays, I feel like. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. I just don't think you would be able to pull something like that off today. With, you with could. That, you that, get a lot of fucking backlash I, for I'm it. I'm saying. You, yeah. I mean, you, you can do it. You be, have balls. You would be like, come on. I mean, it yeah. would be a very small demographic for you to... Like, but I then think, you would blow up because of... Well, if you think about that. Carnivore, really, I mean, they played Lemoore's. They didn't really tour that much. They never really got outside of that. So it really was just a small faction of people small, who... Right. And it grew into a legend because, right. yeah. you know, they were controversial. They pushed buttons at that time and people, you know, grew that legend into something bigger than, it, you know, right. you know. It took for Typo Negative to happen for him to get fame and, and become a public figure for people to go back and, and find All that. Right, and, right. You know Absolutely. what I mean? It's true. You're right. Man. Absolutely true. It's, isn't that the way? Yeah, it but... It happens that way. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not afraid of... Uh, Controversy. I love it. Actually, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a big person who likes to stir it up myself, but I love to see it. And yeah, I love. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I sure. fucking sit back and I fucking fold my arms and I fucking smile and watch the shit show happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like George Carlin, who's like one of my fucking favorites ever. Yeah, he pushed buttons. You know, he pushed oh, buttons, yeah. but he even said he's. I'm probably gonna butcher the quote a little bit, but he said. When you're born, you're given a ticket. You're given a free ticket to the freak show. Mm-hmm. When you're born in America, you got a front row. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so fucking true. It really yeah. is true, man. And it everyone really likes to be bop, 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 bop. I'm like, you know what? All you can have at it. Like, you yeah, have sure. your opinions. You live your life however the fuck you want to live it. And you all, you have your opinions. You have opposing opinions. I'll just sit back and watch you all fucking fight it all out. Yeah. You know, because you know what? At the end of the day, I got to take care of my own shit. I yeah, mean, that's I, first and foremost. For, know, I, I think for... I mean, in in most people's minds, that's first and foremost. Like, take care of me and my family and whatever. But then on outside of that, what is your motivation? Like, some people are help others. You know, some people want to do more to to get involved, and and some people are just like very fixated on me and mine, and don't fuck with me, don't fuck with mine. You know what I'm saying? And and that's like, I'm a little of both. Me too. But at the end of the day, I'm more of the kind of person who who wants to help 
and sure. wants to absolutely. Well, well, you can. I mean, think about it. Go back a couple hundred years, which is not a long time at all when you really think about yeah, it. Yeah, and the big, things, yeah, sure. Fucking blip, dude. I mean, you had no other choice but to be like me and mine. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Survival. Be. You had your gun. You had your small little plot of land. You protected your little house and your wife and your family. Anybody came on your property, sure. you had a gun. And, and I feel like the more separated people are, like we live in a city. Yeah. We're constantly surrounded by people sure. all day long. All you can't get away from it, whatever. And it yeah. can be, it could drive some people crazy. I personally love it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? I have time, like, like me... Like I just I just fucking snap out, but only for a couple of seconds here and there with traffic mm, and yeah. motherfuckers who don't know how to drive. Like you're an asshole if you don't fucking put your fucking right blinker on when you're about to turn. Because <laughs> right. I'm about to fucking slam into you, and that would be my fault because I'm rear-ending you, but you didn't fucking signal. Like right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like no, but that's stuff that's like dangerous. You know what I mean? Right. Like don't, you know but that then could I'm that over could it yeah 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 later, yeah right yeah. After I'm past that vehicle, yeah yeah sure. That shit snaps me out. Right. But other than that, I'm just like yo man. I I just I just. Fucking just try to be mellow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we all try to. Be, yeah, sure, right? sure. You know? We got to try to be because I mean, listen, man, we, we're living in a really, really crazy time right now. Yeah, where, where like if you really, if you really let it get to you, it can drive you crazy. Really, totally, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you know, yeah. you, you can I, I, I speculate all day about how things could be better, and you can like think about things like that. Mm-hmm. But realistically, you have no control over much. No, you, you know, no. Uh, and, and even if you got all your friends together and did something, even if you have a lot of friends, yeah, it's not. It's exactly. a minutia of the bigger picture of the world. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And there's so many distractions. Like you think about like social media, like like Facebook, for example. You oh, think about how the like abyss, people bro. are just like yeah, like yeah, I said, spouting like, their opinions all their, their opinions and they're, they're getting upset and they think they're actually doing yeah something yeah <laughs> and really what they're doing is it's like it's it's yeah it, it's it, venting it you know it's up on the internet and it gets sucked into this abyss yeah of, sure of information that just disappears it's no it's not important yeah. after like 30 seconds yeah and the, the right yeah and that's the yeah 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 and they forget about whatever the hell's going on yeah. I, mean, I feel like when you think about it like this uh, uh-huh, think sure. about it this way man look at what happened with freaking david bowie i mean this guy this is a legend right sure this is a legend absolutely it's a legend Okay, one of the most legendary. I don't care what you listen to, Jim. I don't I, care. I, I, I no sell David listen, Bowie all day. Listen, no care. sell whatever you want. A genius no sell whatever you want. When you think about the, uh, when you think about yeah, the, the impact, the, the, the impact oh, cool. he had yeah, dude, all it. over the world. Like, okay, check it out. All right, and this guy, what he did, he was dying of cancer, and this dude made it his goal to release his album when he was dying, and he and he came like days to that. Yeah, yeah. He came that close. I mean, you win. That's you the win. true artist. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, rock and roll. You won. Yeah. You won music. You won. No yeah, one's yeah, gonna yeah. beat yeah. that. No one's gonna beat. I have. I died, and my record came out. No one's gonna beat that. Right. This art piece. That was his last thing he gave to music, and that is just like you can't beat that. But bottom line is, two months later, it was forgotten about. Yeah. On to the next thing, and just that's like, insane to me. Yeah, just like it's recent shit. Me, it's like you know? said, people. It's, this is like face fucking jerk book related it's like all right oh the north koreans nuclear meltdown yeah yeah, yeah. it's the russians yeah it's this one and then yeah it's fear-mongering and we're we're pulling statues down and then today i hope they didn't sell out of my eclipse glasses (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck happened to everything else now Uh, we're talking about something that no one ever talks about the planet yeah Yeah, it's just it's just like this this the social media world it's it's just making people with shorter and shorter attention spans and and you know what's the next what's the next topic of fear what's mm-hmm. the next topic of yeah. all these things that we're that that motivate people to get crazy you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um 
The sad part is we are missing some good stuff. We are overlooking a lot of things that could that can use more focus and 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 you know like you know again I go back to art constantly, but um, some things aren't just watch it once and go away right. or read it once and whatever some things take some absorption you know sure. you have to really absolutely. absorb it to understand absolutely. and as we're moving so fast you know you're missing some stuff mm-hmm. absolutely you know yeah missing true art but you know i think the, the you know the cream rises to the top right. so so good stuff right. will always shine through you're right you know you're right it's just it's just harder and harder for those to get um, attention you know to get attention to get enough momentum to 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 become at all relevant anymore and that's the problem with like real like true artists yeah. young artists are real true artists like the kind of shit that I like Jimmy oh alright the kind of shit that like the Ryuchi yeah. Sakamoto's but those will always be Tarkovsky's yeah those will always be kind of obscure in, in this in this generation but it's a good thing in a way because it's not blown out the next best thing and then gone like you know it's something that will always be there under under the underlying right. yeah. and it's great and you appreciate it, and you show your friends, and they hopefully appreciate it. Right. But, but um, yeah, he tried to show me this up and coming guy who fucking plays the tin whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what that is. He's like, dude, it's fucking amazing. You gotta fucking check this guy. Well, out. the whole thing is he plays the tin whistle like a champion. When you when, when you say had. when you say the phrase open minded, yeah, look it up in the dictionary. There's a picture of John in there. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like open minded. Yeah, yeah, but that's a beautiful thing. I think you know. Oh, dude, I, mean, I break his chops all the time, but I love him, and it's 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 like, dude. Have at it, man. You yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to fuck? Yeah, to each their own. You know what I mean? That's yeah. exactly it. I mean, look, I listen to all music. I've I'm sure there's some stuff that you would show him that he'd probably like roll his eyes at, or you know. Uh, I, I don't know. Thing. I don't know. About yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe. Of course. Like what, dude? Listen, uh, I would be fine. I don't know anybody gonna, who plays the washboard. Right now, getting off Warp Tour this summer. <laughs> yeah. And doing all the things we did. I don't need to hear another guitar. A distorted guitar anywhere near my ears for the next. I get it. And you know, good. touring I, all the I time. Listen to any metal. Yeah. Rock when we were, when I was in my avoiding it. When I was in my know? phase of touring all the time with AF, like we did a lot of touring, man. Like you know, five months, sure. six months out of the year, I'd be gone somewhere in another country or something, which was great. I wouldn't trade it for the world, oh, but. No. You probably played in front of thousands and thousands of people in uh, festivals. It was amazing, man. It's you know, uh, it's like something that every musician dreams of, of you know course. and they gave me that opportunity and I'm forever grateful to those Absolutely. guys for that yeah, you know um, but what I was saying is coming off of those tours I would basically like be in a fetal position for like a month after because it's like yeah. you know I'm just so burnt out yeah. of like the, it's like go 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 yeah, dude. and then yeah, you yeah. stopped and nothing is going on and it's like wow like my head is spinning like yeah, I, yeah. you know post order post-tour yeah, depression. Yeah, I went through it a lot. I went through it a lot. It happens. You know? You're surrounded by all these, you're, you know, you have this camaraderie with these guys and, and you're on this exciting thing and, and this then fucking energy yeah, and then, on the fucking yeah. stage you know, and then you're home and it's like... And the more you do it, yeah. it's like when you're on the road, you can't wait to get home and when you're home, you can't wait to get on the road yeah, and, and you never get used to either. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. It's really I mean, especially traveling with time zones and things like that. You're jet lagged, you're freaked out. You know, it's it's really, I mean... I give, especially AF, a lot of credit, man, you know, because not even touring like that, but still touring very ruggedly, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, like, if there's 30 days in a tour, they're playing 30 days, maybe more shows than 30 days, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and it's rigorous, you know, flights in the middle of the tour to other places and coming back and going to the bus and, you know, it's just, it is, uh, it is, it is rigorous, you know, but, 
you know, the end result is a legendary band. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The work that they put in, the time that they spent. Well, uh, you, sure. you signed up for that fucking lifestyle, yeah, bro. Dude. Listen, it's yeah. a learning experience. I'll tell you that, man. Uh, I learned know, a lot, man. It you know, t- it gets tiring, but you know, it's a wonderful life. Man. Yeah, really absolutely. I, mean, I just came off. You know, we did this tour. And before yeah, we, I saw you out there. We did. We were able to do Hellfest. Oh, I said, yeah, that was amazing. I played that a few times oh, myself. Oh my God. And that was six flights in four days. And when I say six flights, I mean like six really long. Everyone had a layover. Everyone was delayed. Everyone was rerouted. It was just horrible. Yeah, the horrible last time flights. I played Hellfest, we flew out and we had to take the small little jet to get to mm-hmm. uh, Nantes or wherever it was. Right. And they lost our guitars. Oh my god! So we had to like borrow Holy from shit. Terror and These Nuts and all these bands. We piecemeal together our our equipment and like you know they don't tune the same as us. So we had to like yeah. flapping strings and oh you know just god. make the show happen. Yeah. But um, you know you have to do that. You yeah. know you can't turn around and say oh well I don't have my gear so like I can't do you know yeah, no there is there. especially in hardcore there's none of that. No, there, there no. is none. Of you know that. what I mean? There's like you have the show must go on. You're right. Uh, you you put your it. best foot forward. And you hope for the best. You know, we we played in places like sometimes we went to like Sardinia in in the south of Italy, Italy yeah. and you know we had to borrow the opening band's gear yeah. because that we like for some reason we couldn't bring it or they lost our gear again or something. And it was like you know combo amps and like yeah. <laughs> you know it was really a mess. And like we were like humiliated playing, but we we still go through it and give it our all. Sure. And kids didn't miss a a beat man you know what i mean like they people don't realize what goes on like like it's crazy the, the fucking dude when i got to fucking when we got to cleason france we same thing happened to us our guitars and all of our gear was missing uh, this is uh, when we arrived this is after show. like who god knows how many hours of flying yeah it's Two bad enough and you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and then yeah. you get there and your gear's not there yeah and, and like you know so what winds up happening is finally we find our gear it's, it's in the ass and opposite part of the airport Finally, we were, the, the two guys that came out of the road with us to help us out, they ran and got it for us. They bring it back. We, are, we get the gear, and, and it turns out my pedal board, my, the case for my pedal board was completely destroyed. Oh, right? So this is the case, nightmare. not my pedal board. My pedal board was fine. Okay. But the case yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, like they threw it down a flight of stairs. And, and, and whatever yeah, happened, they don't happened. Get I've had flight cases like cracked in half. Like, oh, like what are you doing back there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they, <laughs> they throw shit. <laughs> yeah. They just throw shit. Yeah, and it has fragile stickers all over it, but oh, they, they don't, yeah. They, they want to get they'll home. Extra, they'll extra throw that one, you know what I mean? Lunchtime, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not, so like they come back and my pedal case. And pedal board is on top on top of all the luggage, and they're looking at me like, "Dude, I'm so sorry, but this is what happened." They go, but they go like, "But look, they gave you a block of cheese." Oh, <laughs> so in my pedal board case, in France, in, in France, that's currency. I don't know. If Portuguese cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know if you know. Yeah, I don't know if you know, but in, in France, cheese is like currency. So it it's is. Like, yeah. So so. Just, <laughs> no, no, no. Cheese. I'm just kidding. No, I was gonna say, wow. <laughs> no yeah, yeah. That? It's like cigarettes in jail. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And, and look at this right here. You got a oh yeah, the Candiria Gatorade, uh, Jai Jägermeister. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was they, Gatorade. They did. Cool. They did. Uh, uh, well, no, actually, I think I want to say champagne or something for oh, us when yeah cool, when we man. played out there. Dude, what an amazing festival! What an amazing thing to be a part of! And it's such a it's, it's so it's mind well blowing together. Shout out to Ben um, who had us on Fury Fest before it was Hellfest. It was called Fury Fest, mm-hmm. and we and Candiria played the very first one. Awesome with Indecision. Yeah, yeah. Exploited was oh, on cool. it. That's great. That fucking rules. Yeah, it's just amazing like with the bands that you thing. will bump it. And that's another thing, like about the yeah. touring I got to do, is that like you know, as a kid growing up in Brooklyn in this neighborhood, you know, like I said, I went to elementary school three blocks from here, you know, and, um, you know. 
hardcore metal punk was all thrown at me at the same time it wasn't like i'm this i'm that it was all you know i absorbed it all at the same time so you know i equally have a love and respect for each of the genres you know right yeah sure um but uh man i, I dropped what i was i was wanting to say but what was what we just probably, probably bumping into people on the road yes oh yeah oh psh. Touring, uh, touring and playing these festivals. Yeah, touring and playing these festivals, I got to bump elbows and meet some of my heroes. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And it was amazing, awesome. man. You know, rules, man. Uh, it was so cool to to like. You know, at one point, I got to play on stage with Napalm Death. Mm. I got to play with. You know, I got really close with Obituary. I got really close with. Uh, I love that band. You know, like a, you know some really cool bands that like we grew up listening to, and my friends, you know, sure. freaked out when there's a picture of me and the dude and all that. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool, you know. It's it's something that I never would have imagined happened to me, yeah. you know. But right place, right time, you know. Yeah. Got lucky, you know. Yeah. Speaking of interesting music and stuff that's outside the box, oh, Mick boy. Harris from Napalm Death yeah. has an incredible music project. Well, he did. I think he stopped doing it called Scorn. Yeah, Scorn. Which is to me, it's like one of my favorite. John side Zorn yeah, was involved in it. Yeah, dude. What an incredible project! I was obs- I'm obsessed. Yeah, right before the- right before I I joined Agnostic, I used to work for Eric Records. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Scorn had some records on so on cool, uh, on Eric. And probably the earlier stuff, and then the, dude, the later stuff that pro- when he hit his stride, and I'm I'm telling you, like the album Stealth, and then there's an album called um, Refuse Starfires. Some of the coolest. This is like this guy predates dubstep. I mean, yeah. this guy was one of the fa- like. Pioneers. If you watch interviews with him from back in the early 80s when Nap- when he was in Napalm Death and stuff, he was always kind of like an eclectic mm-hmm. mind and yeah. he was always trying to do something different, which was like, you know, if you think about Napalm Death at the time, they were doing something extremely different, you know what I mean? I mean, I even still today. once live. Uh, once. They're a great band. I'm a huge fan. Uh, it's it's an acquired taste, so it's not for everybody. Like you no, know what I, I mean. Like, like them. I just I just haven't. I yeah. only seen them once, and it was way back in the day. Where like, did you see him at CB's? Possibly Lamore. Lamore. Oh yeah. Okay. It was like I think I mentioned this on the show before. It was um, who the fuck was it? Probably some band opened up. I don't know. I think Metal Storm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I do. The Metal Storm, Nocturnus, okay, Cyclone Temple. Godflesh, wow. Napalm wow. Death. Oh, so that might have been that might have been an earache tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah they had a, it was called Grind Crush, Grind Crusher tour, or, or um, like New that. Titans on the Block, or something like it wasn't that. New when, Titans on the Block. It was, I think, whatever before that. I think it was yeah. ninety. Wow. Going back. Only, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking I'm an old back. motherfucker, even though I have <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you look good for your age, bro. We're all doing all right for our ages, I guess. Yeah, man. Um, hey, you mind if we just like flip the script for a minute and rewind? I want to ask you, um, uh, on a personal level, like, like what, what got you into music? What got you wanting to play music? That's a funny story. Hey, yeah, it. It's a very funny laugh, story, Joe. actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was a kid, like you know, I have two older sisters, you know, mm-hmm. okay. and they're like seven and eight, seven and eight years older than me. So um, one was into disco, like mm-hmm. you know, at the time that you know that was what was pushed on me. So I had a phase where I was Early into that 80s stuff. Time yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and I had another sister who was into New Wave, like Depeche Mode, The Cure, all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. that was pushed on me when I was like a little older, like, you know, right before teenage years. Okay. But um, during that time, I was like skateboarding and into that kind of stuff. And I had my mom had this old classical guitar laying around, you know. All right. And uh, I used to fumble around with it just like around the house and, and uh, 
you know, like videos would come on MTV and I would just like fumble around trying to, and one, I figured out a little something, you know, mm-hmm. and my mom heard and she's like, you're taking guitar lessons. And I'm like, I really don't want to. I don't really hate guitar. Uh-huh. I have nothing to do with, it. I like keyboards. I like synthesizers. Like that was the kind of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> very strange, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and really. so I was living in, I was living in, um, Pennsylvania at the time. I was living in, um, East Stroudsburg, which is in the Poconos, and shout I used out to Wisdom and Chains, as, especially because I used to go to junior high school with the singer Joe. Oh, oh shout out to man Joe Black. Yes, oh, yes, a good. Man, they killed it at this song. Love them too, man. Love all those guys, yeah. but Joe especially, like you know, very good dude, man. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the guitar lessons that she took me to were in the mall, mm. and all I had was this like classical acoustic guitar without a case. So I would make my parents like walk 10 feet ahead of me holding guitar. I didn't want to be seen with it. You know, I mean, I was too cool about that. But, you know, eventually I started getting into like metal, like Metallica and this and that, whatever, you know. So then I started embracing guitar. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, eventually you couldn't take it out of my hands. And, you know, I start, you know, within two or three years, I was trying to start a band. You know what I mean? Like, because that was... You know, that was more of a motivation to learn than just sitting in the room and learning scales or whatever, you know. I needed more of a hands-on thing to get involved with it, you know. What was your first experience? What was your first memory of you being in a band and being like, wow... This is a band. This is what a band. Yeah, what is like your yeah. first band? Okay, what's I'm sure like went to shit. <laughs> well, or whatever. I had like incarnations of like garage stuff that never really did anything. But right. the first time, fir- the first band name. Dead wrong. Wow, that's crazy. And dude, why does that even sound familiar? Well, uh, Yvonne from uh, Manipulate, Manipulate? He, his first band from Connecticut was called Dead Wrong, also. Mm. Right, but so we never made, we, yeah, we never made a demo. We never. Oh, okay. But you know, um, at the time we used to rehearse at the place called Ace London Studios. Wow, of course. And upstairs was a little band called Dead Air. Wow. Little band. Yeah, and I had my Dead Air impression. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Wanna hear it? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a demo. Yep. Thanks, Jimmy. Um, so that last podcast, a little, a little fucking. For those of you out there back. in podcast land that don't know, Dead Air was John's John Lamakia's band before Candiria. Yeah, a very talented and underrated and underappreciated band of very talented guys. Oh, thank you know, and, and, thank you and, very and, much. And not being able, to, you can't really put your finger on what they actually were. Yeah, we couldn't either. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's that's a, a blessing band, and a curse a to some degree, band. you know. It's not an alternative band. Yeah. It's kind of all mixed. Yeah, together. it was. It was a product of the times because at that time it was everybody was doing trying to incorporate different styles. So yeah. that was a good thing, you know. Yeah. They would. They had a for a band. In high school, they were still in high school at the time. Yeah. They had a they had their own following. Like it was like a pretty cool oh, thing, know. That, you know. <laughs> me, me and me and Johnny Candiri over here, we used to butter bagels side by side. Yeah, in yeah, the dead air days. I, I actually I met you back then too through Mike because we you know we would go visit the bagel store once in a while. He's like, oh my friend Jimmy's here, you know that kind oh, of thing. Really? You know, so that's how yeah, I met you back I was, then. I was probably hammered. <laughs> I used to drink there all the time. Oh uh, yeah. I, I used to work at night. Yeah, I used to fucking. But um, so. We eventually got like a few songs together. We were, you know, we weren't very experienced musicians or anything, but we, right. we mustered together, must, you know, uh, whatever. We put together a few songs and we decided to go to Lemoore's and see if we can get a show there, you know? Of course. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got a show which was called Talent Search 1992. Wow. <laughs> nice. And at Lemoore, where we had to sell, we, yeah, we had, we had to sell tickets to yeah. play, you know, it was yeah. a pay to play, I guess you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but w- the good thing was that we all, all the guys in the band went to different high schools. Mm. Okay. So we all had our own little group of friends who, it was easy for us to sell the tickets and we sold them all, you know, yeah, and, sure. it, 
And, you know, everybody came. And, and funny enough, Marauder was on that show. Wow. With Minus crazy. back then. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and Rick. incredible. Yeah, and Rick. It was the original lineup. Yeah. You know, Vinny was in the band. Everybody was, was in the band, you know. Saw Breast in Peace. Yes, very much so, man. You know, uh. But we played that show. I brought all my friends from school. The first note I played, I stepped on my chord, pulled it out of the guitar, like oh that kind of God. shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and that and that stuck with me for a while. Like yeah, after that, so you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, yeah, long story short, we sold tickets and played Lemoore's, and that's one of the first memories I have. And we were like really excited that we like we rented wirelesses. We you know we did like we tried to make a big show out of it, sure. even though you know. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, Lemoore was a really good venue to play. It yeah. was, and because we drew so well, they gave us a show at DRI like mm-hmm. a few of like oh, uh, that fucking yeah. rules. Yeah, they, they were good like that, man. They were good. Mike and George really were Dude, good like shit that. about like I think about Lemoore, and obviously like those times are long gone, but like. I mean, there might be, there might have been other places, like in other states or whatever, but none, none that I can think of off the top of my head. But like, like Slayer would play there, mm-hmm. and like local demo bands would fucking open for them. Yeah, dude, they were all it's right. Like, well, Slayer wasn't necessarily Slayer that it is today, but they still were huge. They but were huge. Uh, yeah, they were a national touring band, like in a way that like um, dude, Rain and Blood era, fucking Slayer was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. yeah, that was their breakthrough. Really, right. their dude, breakthrough. They would play there, and obviously it was it was really fucking because I so my first show ever was Anthrax there, mm-hmm. and they went that was on the State Euphoria tour. They were killing it. At killing it, they went under the name Satan's Lounge Band. Yeah, because they it was like an off night show. I, I remember right. like yeah. hearing yeah. about that. So, but like, I mean, I don't know why Slay would do this, but they went under the band the, the name fucking Angel of Death. Like, come on, everybody yeah, knows yeah. who that is. Yeah, but I mean, not you know. I mean, look, this is the thing. I you know, when a band does an off night like that, they're going to do something like that. Yeah. They're going to let that you know, because there's some you know people out there. I'm sorry to say it, but they're just going to be like, oh, they didn't, they're not going to know. Right. But the real true fans are going to know it's Angel of Death that's definitely going to be Slayer. Yeah. And those are the guys that are going to get the tickets first and it's going to sell out, yada, yada, yada. Right. I just want to point out, you know, we're talking about Lamore and how incredible a club that was. And sure. And all this history that's happened there and how much history we have personally yeah. there. And we're like, what? We're, we're sitting here doing this interview and we're like a mile away. Yeah, yeah, sure. Less than a mile <laughs> away from Lamore. I watched the Michael Lago movie. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. and he visits, like, because he lived yeah. in the neighborhood he and went to there. And it was really like kind of crazy to see it, even on screen. It was like wow! It just brought back like a flood of memories. Fuck yeah! Man. Even though they painted the place red, and it's like, yeah. it, but red, that that what is it? The Red Wolf or some shit? Uh, some uh, shit yes, like some that. like I mean, you know. I would love to take that freaking place over, again. dude. I, listen, it's a it's a liability. So I mean, you know what it is? Is I think that you could make it a you could make it a happening club again, but it would take a lot of work, mm. like more work than you want to put into it. Right, you know what I mean? Exactly. They've tried and they've tried, and they've, you know there was a lot of um, incarnations of Lamore sure. after the oh, fact. Yeah, oh yeah. But it's tough to pack that place you know you really need to get bands that are like national touring bands to make it like yeah, something it's not the fucking 80s and 90s no, it's not. and now with like north brooklyn like having brooklyn steel and williamsburg yeah. music hall and all these Invitus, places yeah yeah i mean Sunnyvale. you know it's damn near impossible to generate that kind of you know you, you can't just, recreate you you can't do it being a person who doesn't have connects to get you know i i, I here's the thing if my, i my had the money i would fucking buy it and make it look like original old Lamores. <laughs> I, I would. Think, I think the thing the, the thing that I, I really that interests me these days is is when um, you put more than one business under one roof. And if that place was think about if that place was like a rehearsal building 
with a venue in front of it, and it was a little bit smaller, and you had like this, you know, and, and it kind of was like they did that throwback. too for a while. Yeah, you but, know that? I mean, listen, they, they, do you remember there was a rehearsal space right next door, and like later on in like two thousands, like when they did Lamore? Yeah, there was. Yeah, they well, had, maybe maybe that might maybe. Thank God they did that, and you just told me that. Yeah. Because because like me but, but, but you know what but like listen you know dare to dream you know what I'm saying yeah. if, 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 if you accepted every no that came at you you probably wouldn't accomplish no, much you know what I mean right, you're right, you're if right. you're motivated to do something don't let anybody stand in your way of doing it you know what I mean right. like uh, I really do think about that sometimes because this neighborhood like historically for metal for hardcore for punk rock yeah, for underground sure. music for aggressive underground it's music. overlooked a lot this of ways you know this is it a is. really important place man it, is. it really is we're, we're like sitting in like we're like close to ground zero to yeah. so much history oh forget happened. it in the 80s you know? that was the place I mean you yeah, know it, it, you named the band you know even before genre, thrash and man, shit like, you know they had like a whole other world of like hair metal hair going hair on metal. you know what I mean like Taiketo yeah 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 friggin uh, yeah, but that's the that thing, you know. I think today, I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think, I don't think that, the, I don't think that there's a scene that big like that today because we don't have, you know, at that time they had MTV showing videos 24 hours a day, and you know there was a lot more. Even though you have YouTube and all that stuff, there's not something feeding you this stuff. You have to right. seek it out. You do, you know. Yeah. And in New York, there is a scene, and there's a huge scene, and like you know, Irving Plaza can get packed, and these places can get packed if there's the right. Artist, right, but artist, yeah. you know, um, South Brooklyn is going to take a little more work to get yeah, it man. done. You know, hey man, I, I'm I'm ready and willing. Tell me where to. S I'll sign on the line because you know I got to tell you, man. This no, it's just it's just like a fucking yeah. You <laughs> that fucking Jimmy, Joe, and Johnny fucking Candiri. You're gonna re fucking rehash Lamar. I, I got to tell you, man. Coney Island, like there's like this like sort of like resurgence of like music happening in sure. Coney Island right now, and I feel like it's just a matter of time. Before Southern Brooklyn, I mean, there's really where no, else let's, are you let's, go, let's man? Let's reopen the Crazy I mean, Country look, Club. Got, like, yeah, I think that would be better. Yeah, to be I honest, won't be a lousy food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, hey, I'm down. Totally I always, down. I'm a big believer in starting smaller and then working your way up. Like, oh, like I think St. Vitus is really smart because yeah. they have a place that fits a good amount of people. It's, 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 it's not they get big fucking bands in there. But that's the thing; they can take it somewhere bigger now mm -hmm. if they wanted to. Right. Sure. I mean, keeping it. They're following. Yeah, yeah keeping it, um, like kind of exclusive. Mm -hmm. is making it more like um tempting the people like you know like oh can i get into that show like it's making yeah. it more exclusive kind of like feel sure. to it you know and they're doing they're they're doing genius work there Dude, they you know it. what i mean they they're, they're in the note guys, yeah they are too part of it every single person that is involved in that place dave and george and artie i mean these guys justin they're such good people yeah i mean that's that's a huge they're music the fans they really are to, to start with you know and it shows you know such good people man and they're in the know obviously they they're getting some yeah, really i mean are. like my biggest thing that <laughs> blew my mind was that when nirvana was inducted to the rock and roll hall of fame uh -huh. they drove from the barclays center with their you know to st vitus and played there yeah Nirvana. Oh, oh yeah, Nirvana fucking played. And they there, brought, man. you know, they had like a bunch of female singers oh, just yeah, uh okay, Kim Gordon. Uh, yeah, Dinosaur Jr. singing from Dinosaur Jr. Uh what's her really? name? What's yeah, the other girl dude. who's like a, yeah, Lord uh, what's, her Jett? Name Jett? From, Jett. Uh, what's her name from um what the hell is her name? Wasn't it Lord? Not Lord. Uh, it's uh damn, I can't remember her damn name. But anyway, all of those yeah, people like went straight right to St. Vitus and played that show. One off show. And it was amazing to me. I'm like, man, these guys are the coolest motherfuckers. Played that anthrax played that Get it, dude. I forget it. Awesome. I mean, that's the thing, dude. They're doing really cool shit. And I gotta say, shout out to Jeff and Melody because now, absolutely, now yeah, Lucky Thirteen. 
I mean, Jimmy, you've been doing amazing shit there. We've all sure, respect to you, Jimmy, stuff. for, you know, like, Hell yeah. I give credit to anybody who tries to do something to, to um, support the scene. Yeah, sure. And, not, and, and bigger than just a band. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, putting bands on and yeah. giving people opportunity. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, it takes balls and it takes, like, you know, you lose sometimes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, and, thank God, knock on wood. Like, I always, I, I say this a lot, like, there's very few bands that are very extra for a guarantee. Mm-hmm. So I kind of put that out there like, listen, I try to promote my ass off. You know, here's a fucking stacked lineup. I can't guarantee you anything, but listen, I'm not going to put a dime in my pocket. Yeah, I, sure. I, I'm just not going to do that. Right. So I That's mean, big, man. That's I big mean, of you. You know, because most people wouldn't do it unless they can get a dime exactly. in their pocket. You know what I mean? I don't mean? give a fuck about that. I have a regular job. Yeah, that's great. You know what I mean? Right. I haven't put a dime in my pocket yet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not looking to either. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I, I let everybody know. Unless you have a guarantee, there's only two bands that they gave a guarantee to. But it was kind of like this is like a sure shot. You right, know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I'm not going to stress myself out of it. I'm not going to my bank account. Right. Yeah. You know, sure. I'm not pocketing anything. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. 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 Sure. Sure. I mean, the only the thing is when you go into guarantee. That's the thing that gets scary when you're right. promoted. Go, go, when you get into those guarantees and stuff. If you, if they don't, if people don't come, you still owe that guarantee. Exactly. And some bands will be, you know, like compassionate to your situation. Some right. bands won't. Right. Yeah. Especially if they're traveling a long way to do it, and right. you know, they're they're banking on this money to get to the next place. Right. Or well, there was a couple of bands that I reached out. Obviously, I'm not going to mention any names, but like. There was a band that I reached out to just on a whim, just out of curiosity, how much would they want? Mm-hmm. And like, I reached out to their, to their, uh, what is it? Booking their, agent. Their booking agent. And they got right back to me. They were like, well, it would be a one shot deal because they're not in the area, but we're going to need five round trip plane tickets. <laughs> we need fucking 5,000 guaranteed. Whoa, that's this, a lot. That, the other thing. And at the time, because they were located in L.A., so five round trip tickets from L.A. to New York plus mm. five grand. Oh, okay. It's like really mm-hmm. to play fucking Lucky Thirteen where right. it holds 150 people. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't, can't do that. Yeah. So can't do that. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's you a, know, but this is the thing. The you know, band, the band. It's a it's a one name. Yeah, I get it. Okay, you don't have to go into details. That's I I, it. I figured I figured it out already. <laughs> but um, <laughs> listen. Dude, no way. But but you know, you. You have to remind them this is a hundred and fifty capacity place. Right, you know what I mean? There's not five grand if you charge fifty bucks a person. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like you know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, so, you know. Listen, if like if I'm cool with you, like if I'm cool with you, yeah. And it's not even necessarily that. Like I've had bands play. I don't know anybody in the band. I listen to a couple of tracks. They want to play. They're like, we don't give a shit about money. We just want to play. Yeah, that's sure. that's the, that's the that's like the perfect thing for Lucky Thirteen. I think sure. you know like, right, those. You, you I, you're not going to get. Yeah, I mean. No problem. Unless you're personal friends with these bands, you're not going to get them to play for less than what they do. Because if they do you that favor, they got to do everybody that favor. You right. know what I mean? It's yeah. it, you know as much as it is, uh, you know, friends and stuff. It's a business at the end of the sure. day. And you know, especially for touring and bands and stuff. And you know, people that are on the road, they, they're yeah, not I, working I another all, job. I, I understand you know? all that. Yeah, yeah. Shit. But of course you do. Lucky Thirteen is like the perfect place for bands who are trying to be seen. Sure. Don't really have a way to to get around as much or whatever, and and they're looking for an opportunity to play. Yeah. And more, you know. I mean, yeah. we, you know, Inhumans played there. Candirius played there. You know, you, we have, you know, there Inhumans are. Inhumans played. We played the opening night of no, Lucky I'm Thirteen. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm being selfish. I'm thinking about a blast furnace. Oh, we did. We did the uh, the, the, the the first veterans. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, with Murphy's Law. With Murphy's Law, which yeah. ruled. Yeah, it was great. Amazing show. Yeah, it was fun. It, it was cool. You know, um, I think well, I'm, I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure that no, I'm, I'm, I'm mistaken because I was with Artie from from St. Vitus. Okay. And we happened to 
he drove me. I don't know why I was at St. Vitus, but I was coming down to to the to the show. One that of the one? shows that you put on. It wasn't that one. Okay. It was the one with, uh, holy shit, uh, where um, All Out War was the headliner. Uh, oh, that was last year's barbecue. Last year's barbecue. 110 degrees outside. Dude, it was Oof. insane. And, and I'm, with, I'm with Artie. And we're driving. We're talking and shit. And then we pull up to Lucky 13. And Artie's like, holy shit. What the <clears> fuck <throat> is going on here tonight? Yeah, yeah. And he was really impressed and yeah. blown away. That's great. I mean, yeah. that's the, I think that's the cool thing also about like what's going on. We made a spectacle on. of it. Oh, even, dude, even, it was, this, even this, the barbecue that we just had. Yeah, no redeeming. Yeah, no redeeming, which was yeah. awesome. And, and I'm, I'm glad um, that, I mean, because, dude, Dropkick Murphys and Rancid. And yeah, it was, song, that's a rough. We're playing in Coney Island. Yeah, that's a rough, yeah, that's a rough same one. Same day. That's a, but thank God. Dude, there, that was, was still, there was still a bunch of people. Yeah, it was my came. that was my wife's birthday. I was tubing down to Delaware. <laughs> it was pretty fun actually. But yeah, you know, they, they, I would you know I would I love no redeeming. First of all, so much fun. I know them for you know many 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 moons. You know what I mean? And and like I have ultimate respect for those guys. Ooh, you know, so much fun. Uh, I would have loved to have gone to the show, but you know, wifey comes first, obviously. Of course, you know, of course, of course. <laughs> and, yeah, of and she wanted to go tubing. So guess what? We're going fucking. We, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Hey, uh, just. I don't know what's going on over here. Should I check know. this real quick? What? Go ahead, yeah. Listen, this is punk rock shit. Fuck it. Yeah, we're just shooting shit, right? Yeah. Are we still recording? Oh, I'm just trying to... Or did we fucking lose everything, Johnny? We're still going. Are we still hey, we're going? We're good. We're going. We're still going? Main, main, my own. This thing is going. All right, hey, I'm sorry about that. that. All right, interruption there. Yeah, first time is... Yeah, yeah no, no, no problem. with the interruption? This hey. isn't like a high... Uh, high hey, you know, I just want to make sure. <laughs> you guys might... You guys talk to yourself. You need a beer? Uh, talk, talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst Here's a topic. You want a beer? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll take All a beer. Right, I'll be right back. Thank you, guys, John. You guys chat it hey, up. Hey, John, go, why don't you go get, go get him a beer? So I want to take this time once again to promote my show coming up. Yeah, so yeah. It's a little commercial break. Yeah, sure. Okay. That you can... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean... Divulge. All right, so... The show is August 26th. It's a ride for Dime Benefit at Starland Ballroom. Correct. Uh, a few great bands. I mean, really all great bands are playing. I can't remember them all, obviously, but, Maybe you know. I know Hammer Fight's playing. Hammer Fight, I Kill Ya, Alkaline's Gun, um, oh, that's awesome. Apparition, you know, and more. But, but, they're doing like, um, they're having like, uh, like a jam at the end, doing some Pantera stuff, I think. Okay. It should be a great show. I mean, like the, like I said, the, the cause is awesome. It's going to uh, Dimes Foundation, which I think um, helps kids. <laughs> yeah. It helps kids. Uh, yeah, but for us, it's more about like remembering Dime, mm-hmm. you know, who was yeah, a good yeah. friend to Johnny and Kenny. I mean, they toured together, Pantera, Typo Negative, on mm-hmm. OzFest and, and, and on their own and stuff. So, uh, yeah. you know, to them, it means a lot. To me, Dime was a huge inspiration as a guitarist you know like i probably wouldn't be half the guitar player i am if i didn't study right. him as a as a virtuoso you know what i'm saying yeah. like and it's like and it's like if you're a fan of pantera or not it's mm-hmm. like what fucking happened to dime is oh horrific it's insane horrific man. man you know what a nightmare huh that's like it's fucking unbelievable bullshit man the craziest thing to me is People it happened on december 8th which is the same day that john lennon was shot mm-hmm. That's just a bad day for musicians, you know. <laughs> Don't crazy. go out on December eighth if you're, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. Like Fuck, it's, it's scary, a weird, bro. it's a weird thing that yeah, these two, disgruntled fucking yeah, fan twice, broke up. twice. So crazy. You know, John Lennon, he had a weird old fan kill him, and Dimebag, same thing on that same day. You know, I remember I was working at Earache at the time, 
and uh you know i'm supposed to be working but all i did that day was research like what the hell happened like mm-hmm. how like i remember seeing it the night of like on the local news feed like on a, on a message board or something and i saw like the and i was like holy shit man yeah, and then all yeah. day i just like why 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 you know yeah, it's it was really horrific shit. man really horrific um, so sad too. Yeah. I mean, like, what yeah, a, what a, the guy was. A, he was a really sweet. And yes. I've, I've heard nothing. Yeah, me too. Nothing but positive shit about him. Heard he was. A, I never heard one guy say that he was a jerk. No. I mean, actually, it's really funny because, well, it's not funny at all. But two weeks before it happened, Candiria played with Damage Plan. Oh, that really? Was the only time I met him. Wow. And wow. Uh, we, it was really an interesting situation because we're. It was it was a big outdoor festival. And Damage Plan was headlining our stage. Oh, cool. Well, they were supposed to headline our stage. Um, and then uh, we we were waiting to go on. We were we, we were main support for Damage Plan. Um, at least that's how I remember it. And um, we're standing there. The, the, the band that's on before us is about to get off, and we're about to go up. And then here comes Dime and Damage Plan, and they all come to the stage. And it was kind of like bittersweet to meet him because... It turns out they decided they wanted to go on right then and there. I guess they had to go and do another show. Oh, they show. Probably, yeah, yeah, I see that. So, so they, they kind of like stepped on you. Stepped you on, had to go over. We, we had to go off. Oh. I mean, I mean, hey, listen. Yeah, I hear you. I you know. know. Those guys stepped to the stage. and But you know what? I've got to tell you, like, the, he was such a sweetheart. Just to say hello to the guy, he just felt that energy. And, sure, sure. You know, what a, yeah. what a sad sad thing I mean, that's a rough cool. one though so, <laughs> i'd be like fuck that guy <laughs> no yeah <laughs> no mean, yeah, yeah. We, no. Were, we were a little upset but yeah sure we didn't, we didn't, we didn't care man yeah because listen to a lot of people anyway. yeah listen it happens. it happens you know i've I, we the first time in human play was in human no i had a band before step aside and uh was that holy after, shit was, step was, aside was wow. that named after the life of agony song well uh not directly not 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 directly okay. not really okay. but we were fans of life of agony and it just happened that that happened gotcha and it wasn't it wasn't from that but anyway we the first time we played cbgb's it was with candiria wow breakdown marauder and indecision wow Sick. but wow. guess what they made us go on after everybody Are you <laughs> yeah who was the headliner uh, well, it was, uh, I want to say Marauder I was. Say, you know, it definitely wasn't us. I don't think it was. No, no it wasn't definitely. you guys. Was it that wasn't. the night? What? Oh, my God. Maybe that's the night where. I still have the flyer Marauder for it. Asked, I don't know. Somebody broke a snare drum. There was like a little issue that night. I think we had like a little squabble. This is like 96 or something. Really? Yeah, was yeah. I in the band yet? Probably not. Wait, let me think about that. Maybe not. I don't think so. Maybe not. That's the famous, like, there's video of that yeah. online with Chris Puma. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. I Another, love that guy, man. We used oh to actually God. hang out, me and Chris, man. Or, like, he, he used to hang in this neighborhood. Yeah. And we used to yeah. go around, like, yeah. The we, last time I saw him was right here on King's Highway. Yeah. He was a good Crazy dude, man. man. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, people go their separate ways in bands and, like, have different art, you know, lifestyles and... You know, it's tough to stick together for a long time. Sure. And, yeah. you know, the driving forces behind the bands are the ones who always push forward. And, and mm. some people get left behind. But, yeah. you know, the show must go on. And you yeah. got to do what's right for your thing. But um, it's really, he was a great guitarist. And, really, and, and really, both him and Eric. The first time I saw Candiria actually, mm. was in Coney Island at the Freak Show. Oh, that's right. And Dead Air played. That's right. Dead Air, Candiria, and my friend's band Subjection, which was like a, a yes. short-lived little, little grindcore band that like some of my good friends were in. And, yeah, uh, I remember that very, very well. I, I was my, my mind was blown when I saw Candiria. I was oh, like, man, holy too, shit, the, man. When we, from when and I you first, weren't in the band yet. I no, way before. Yet. 
I wasn't. Yeah, they still had. They just had a demo at the yeah. time. But we rehearsed at Ace London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, a yeah. cool thing, Ace London, man. Shout out to Joe Bravo. Mm. What an incredible place, man. So many great memories, and that guy, you know, all the. Sh- young musicians that dude dealt with and and like he was just such a nice guy and he sure. was so supportive of whatever went on yeah yeah if you, like we would rehearse literally and we would have shows we would yeah have you shows. bring in bring in like 30, 30 people, people yeah. would show up but you know what he he got it like he understood like you know what these are young bands they're up and coming these are local bands and for him it must have been like and he probably liked you he probably yeah you know what i mean he was, a, he was a, so supportive of dead air and yeah. all the other bands in the studio he was just so, sure, so supportive sure. of every band same with mike ferrara totally, you know totally. those, like mikey big balls mikey big balls fast lane the, studio yeah, the funniest patterns like used to fucking yeah we used to there. we used to rehearse there that's right you know um new york city strength those guys who own these strength. studios in brooklyn like during our formative years were the ones who like you know we didn't we were all broke kids like we yeah. didn't have a lot of money we didn't have yeah. like you know unlimited studio time and shit they would like they would like kind of give us run of the place after sure. a while after knowing them you know like yeah, sure you know i had friends who used to work at fast lane and we used to sleep overnight and just jam all night there and you know what i mean like <laughs> they they were cool people they, man. you Joe know and mike yeah and, i mean yeah. it's it's just uh Without them, we probably wouldn't be in the places that we are today because of their yeah. support and their, you know. Is so. Fastlane still there? No, it's no, gone, man. Just, he moved to Long Island. Yeah, he did. He just closed oh, it down. As a matter of fact, he called me asking, like, if... It's a long story, not to get too deep in it. Yeah, yeah. He All called right. me, and, and he let me know this is going to end very soon. Oh, really? Uh, when, when, when we did the... When Dead Air did the reunion, we did rehearsals at the space here in the neighborhood. The, the, I manage this little <laughs> tiny studio here. Um... But uh, we went into Fastlane to do a little, I think, a live two-track or like a more pro uh-huh. rehearsal with some decent gear. And Mike, you know, had a conversation with us and was like, listen, you know, this is going to end. Uh, any interest in gear? Or, or, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. He was trying to lighten the load, he you know? Was, and then he was desperate. He wanted to He wanted to keep it going, man. And I, I feel bad because he really did. And he didn't want it to end. Of course He not. just got, his, I guess, his lease, whatever ended. Now, now, forever, now to be honest building. with you, we going around looking for places to rehearse and it's like zero personality in these places like you know you go in there and some dude like yeah over there like there's your room like it's like nothing there's no personal you know can can i have fast lane i remember because i I don't think i was ever in east london but i used to go up there and hang out with all the guys from new york city strength when i was a kid dude 15 yeah 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 yeah. 15 it's been it's an institution of brooklyn music and it was like a hang yeah, like, sure. Absolutely, hand. absolutely. It wasn't no stuffy, blah, yeah. blah, blah. It would be fucking people coming and going with beers and this and that. And yeah. Like, a fucking half of a fucking show would be happening during fucking practice, during a New York City strength mm. fucking... Sure. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because when you think about it, all of these... Old, remember Counterpoint? Sure. Counterpoint South. Yeah, freaking, yeah. You know, oh my God, man. Another really great studio that wasn't around very long. I don't know if you know that. I never even studio. heard of it. Counterpoint Studios? It was on, it was on Avenue U, right? It was on Avenue Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of hardcore bands rehearsed there. You know, Patterns is one of them. Yeah. Close Call, the one... The Sal's band, band Toxemia at the time. Yeah, Toxemia, yeah. Toxemia, that's right. But, you know, these guys that open these little studios, man, they really breathe life into the into the scene here, man. I mean, it's really important. Well, I now I live literally, like, down the street from the sweatshop. And I see the kind of influence that they're having on that neighborhood sure. because they have a ton of rooms and, and, and a bunch of rental rooms. And, and the music that's pumping out of there on a constant is, like... You know, it's great to see that there's like a living, breathing, you know, source of culture right in my neighborhood, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Before, there was the Acheron right there, too, like like down oh, the block man, from there. Great venue. 
you know, so it was, it was tiny, but it's it's like one of those places where a band can like, if you could pack that place, you're ready for the next Sure. Step, I've only been you there know? once, too. Yeah. I saw a ringworm there with Mike Scandato. Like, on a yeah, I might have been there, too, I think. Never really thrilled about the sound of that place. Yeah. The sound, something was just found, there's a, the foundation of the structure or something. Just never, like, I would go there and be, like, so bummed about the sound. Anyway, yeah. Akron, I, <laughs> still a great... Yeah, movie. sure, sure, and gave opportunity to a lot of bands, you know? Bands. That's you what it's all about. Like, and the props. You that. know, um, I believe to build a scene, you need to have a steady weekly event that happens same time every week and some of them some of them go to shit and some of them are good but eventually it's a happening dude you know current reynolds yeah current yeah man what was it metal mondays or uh uh, precious metals precious metals yes on monday but not monday nights yep yeah and he built he he built uh, it from nothing at lit lit lounge not life yeah life was another great club yeah you know i feel like we're like only people from brooklyn or (laughs) you know from our time, we'll understand half the shit we're talking about here. But you know, smarten up, kids. No, well, uh, yeah, smarten up. Study your lessons. We're really pigeonholing this into uh, like a Brooklyn thing, which uh, you know, it, it's great for me because you know we all sure. lived it together. You yeah, know, we're all Brooklyn guys, and we're in Brooklyn. We're yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> we're staying local this episode, fellas. Yeah, but uh, just know that it, it's the same everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, um, your town has the same kind of club right. that. Had the few shows that kind of got you into your thing, and like, uh, you know, you met your friends there, you've you seen your first big bands there, you oh, know, like that kind of thing. And, and in Brooklyn, it that's what it was that for was us. Version. These clubs were that for us, and these yeah. studios that we rehearsed in were that for us. And, and we met, you know, I have friends for life yeah. from these, you know, things that we did, you know, right here, yeah, absolutely, 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 absolutely. The tri- this, this, well, yeah. <laughs> Can't call it a trifecta. Well, this is a different trifecta. Than yeah, the trifecta. we have variations. Yeah, yeah. Variations. But you know what? It's all connected. It's like uh, you know, I'd say like two degrees of separation. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Not even six. It's like I two. Yeah. You know, uh, if you hung out long enough, you know somebody I know, Absolutely. and if you're friends with him, you're friends with me. That yeah. kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like totally, man. Yeah. But um, that's and, and another thing is like. I'm a big believer it's better to have more friends than enemies. So I've always conducted myself in that way in this scene yeah. around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll always put my hand out to shake your hand first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll always give you the benefit of the doubt until you prove me wrong. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know? There you go. But... And if, and if I don't talk to you, that kind of means I don't like you. If I don't bust on you, <laughs> right. I don't like yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Like if I don't, if I don't break you, your balls, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? If I break your balls, it means I yeah, like yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if, if I don't talk to you, uh, yeah. No, I, I try to be like as cordial and and and, and give too. people the respect that I would want. You know? Me too. Of course, of course. And until until I find that you're a fucking scumbag, two faced jerk. Yeah. Off, that, then, then I got nothing for you. Then you got an arm's distance, you know what I mean? Bag, two face, jerk off. I'm going to write that one down, Jimmy. That's deep, yo. <laughs> Is it? I don't even know. I couldn't even repeat <laughs> what I said. I, that's like, I, so, that's like something out of Dirty Harry, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what I said. I couldn't you scumbag, two face, jerk off. <laughs> Is that what I even said? <laughs> yeah. Is it? I love it. I love it. I love it. I just fly off the handle. I love it. Yeah, yeah, he's feeling it. Yo, um, so um, how did... Uh, how did this whole project come together? Okay, that's a good question. You know? Silver Tomb, which yeah. we we're speaking about yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, Seventh Void was around. Mm-hmm. They toured during the time where Peter was still alive, you know? Yes. They put out a record. They did some touring. It had a good, you know, it did well. It was on Vinnie Paul's record label. I don't right. know if you guys knew that, which was cool. When I did the tour with them, we got to go to Vinnie Paul's house, which was like 
Oh Pretty awesome. That dude is a I kind of fuck. He's got like a rules. fucking. He's got a pool that's like shaped like a Crown Royal whiskey bottle. Like it's it's you know very rock star you know. Oh, cool, 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 cool. And it was like really thrilling to like see all this shit you know. But um anyway, uh, after Peter Pat, you know these guys like have been involved here and there with music. Johnny especially is like a, you know he's in Rex Rex Brown's band. He's doing Danzig. Johnny Kelly, what what was the first typo record that Johnny Kelly was on? Uh, it would be October Rust. October Rust, yeah. that's what I thought. October Just Rust for, on. Because uh, Sal. Sal played oh, Bloody right. Kisses, that's but right. but Johnny that's did right. the tour. Sal was on uh, Slow, Deep, and Hard, Origin oh, and the Feces. Right, so yeah, now, okay. and Bloody Kisses. Yeah, Bloody Kisses. He recorded. Yeah, exactly. I see. So, like, shortly. Was he in the video? Or was he, he was in the. No, well, Sal was in Black Number One. Okay. And Johnny was in all the rest of them. Oh, okay. Now that's why, um, that's why I, would, I assumed. What else is gonna say? Oh, uh, Sal. This is this is like I, I kind of remember this vaguely. Like, um, and for you kids that don't know, Sal is now the drummer of Life of Action. Yes. Uh, go going into that, um, Josh, the keyboard player from Typo Negative, helped produce River Runs Red. Right, Josh Silva. Oh, interesting. Yeah. and he didn't think that the drummer that they had in the band at the time was really nailing it. Mm-hmm. So he had Sal come down and play for them. That was I know a and, great drummer, man. No, it was somebody else. I don't want to say names because I don't want anybody to feel bad or whatever. Yeah, but sure, like, sure. Um, they brought Sal in to do the session, and Sal thought that the band had a lot of potential. And Peter, at the time, this is like, I'm a huge fan, so I've heard all the interviews and stuff. You know, it's, sure. it's, um, Peter wanted to work for the Parks Department. He had a good union job. He thought he could do his 25 years and be out and get a pension and live a normal life. He wasn't really like thinking about doing music like as a full-time thing but the demand was there so much after bloody kisses came out that he had kind of no choice but to go out and do touring i don't think he ever really liked touring you know he always kind of liked staying at home he always said like uh if i had a chance to bring everybody to brooklyn (laughs) instead of me going to everybody (laughs) he would much rather do that become from a certain kind of cloth you do man yeah it's it's tough man you know and especially like the amount of touring that you have to do to kind of like keep everybody happy you know what i mean it's like just like real quick like what you were talking about earlier how how rigorous and all that shit was like it brings out like i kind of knew but like just to put it in the terms of how we're talking now it's like it kind of sheds more light on the fact of like, look at bands like, obviously Agnostic Front, but like Sick of It All and Madball, who are just like these, even Terra. Yeah, sure. These touring fucking musicians that, that go in, mm-hmm. fucking write a record, and then fucking tour their fucking balls off everywhere around the world, I don't know how many times, and then do it all over again. Well, and then all over again. That's the life, man. That's the life. Yeah. It's the way they make a living. Mm-hmm. Of course. So, you know, there's not much, you know, you have, like, you know, if you go. I had fucking nothing but respect for that shit. Yeah, if you I go mean, six months without a tour, you're broke. Yeah, you know what we, I mean? When we were on uh, one, of the, one of the conversations I had with Pete from, from Sick of It All, backstage. Sure. Shout out to Luke Cola. The whole yeah, band. Lou and Pete, all those yeah. guys. And Craig and, and everybody, man. Um, but one of the conversations we had was, um, you know, I was like, so, you know, how's Warped Tour going for you? He's <laughs> like, it's good, man. It's good. It's, it, you know, it's all right. There's good days and there's bad days. It's Warped sure. Tour, you know? Yeah, yeah. And we get that. You know, you never know who you're going to be playing against at what time. Yeah, what that's time, tough. That's what rough. What time you're going on. I mean, if you go on first on your stage, there's still two 
thousand people that have not gotten into the venue yet. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, I hear so, that. So you're already like going on first is like yeah, it's rough. You know, you're not gonna. It's rough, and everybody has to do it one. Go on, uh, yeah, there's yeah. at least one day on a tour you're gonna do that. Yeah. At least at one least day. Yeah, one, yeah, probably more than. Yeah, that. and but it de- Johnny sucked up to the staff and fucking. <laughs> and they, they only have to do that like twice. Yeah. Like Fifty nine <laughs> Listen, I don't care how much you suck up. They treat everybody pretty damn equal, they man. Do, Unless do. you really like are you know a special. Like for instance, Gu- I don't think Guar went on first many no, times. They went on the headline every night. Yeah, because it's, it's a production. Yeah, it is. Yeah. A you can't put Guar on first no. and then expect you know no whatever. No one wants to go on after Guar. No. no. But anyway, um, one of the com- the conversation we had was, you know, and what he said to me is like, look, we're out here, we're working, we're, yeah. we're getting to play. Sure. You know, there's food here, and it's like it's that same mentality that he's probably had for the past however many friggin' years. Absolutely, you I'm know here. I'm working. I get to play guitar every day for a living. It yeah. could be worse. It could be a lot. I could be working at freaking work. Yeah, 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 some, yeah. Some job. That like, think about how long they've been doing it. What do you do? <laughs> fucking stripping and waxing floors. Like I was going to say, you know, like, like what's, you know, after 30 years of touring and going back and getting the job, that's got to be a tough pill gonna, to swallow, what man. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, what I, are you going to do? Uh, I play guitar for 30 years. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. Like, you have a, you seem to have a big space in your resume, like 30 year hole in your resume. Yeah, I've been around the planet. Yeah, I, I, worked, I, worked, I, heard, I worked. I heard Starbucks is. Yeah, I went to. I went to. I worked in a pizzeria in 1987, and that was my last job that I held. You know, right. no, but uh, you know, the thing is about those guys is that um, that's that's what they're made of. You know, yeah, man, that's it. That's what. And, and I and, and let me tell you, I, I had a chance to be alongside of them and play right with them, and. I have the utmost respect oh for God. all those like original to mid to second wave hardcore bands, yeah. you know, that are still still doing it. Doing and it. those guys, sick of it all. When they get us, we got we played a one off show. And dude, I, I, probably I wasn't there obviously, but I'm sure that sick of it all had bad you know turnouts with wherever they were on the, on the fucking particular day, whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure that those four guys. Fucking still fucking played like they were in front of fifty thousand people. Sure, dude. There was we. Like Every I was saying, time I seen that band, relentless. Yeah, when we when we were we had a day off. You remember Jimmy? I called you to see if it, you could put me in touch with Lou. That whole thing. Yes. Uh, but anyway, we wound up playing a show with them in Wilmington, North Carolina, an off date, mm-hmm. a right. date that got canceled for Warped Tour. With CKY. Tour, with CKY. Oh, that's cool. CKY headlined right. another band that I give so much props to because every time they get on stage, they do the same thing. They give 150,000%, and they put on a fantastic show, and they wound up playing to less people than any other band in the night. Right. Okay, but, Madball does that, too. Fucking Freddie. They deliver. Fucking, I'm, unbelievable. Deliver. But they deliver. Getting yeah. back to Sick of It All, I mean, like we played our set. We, did a, we, we had a good set. For, it was 4th of July. There was three days to promote the show, and this is in Wilmington, North Carolina, Oof. and it was, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, you, you, you're just going to be like, I'm, I'm happy that we have a show today instead working. of a day off. Yeah, you know what I mean? We're working. We can pay Day offs cost a lot of money. They do. They cost a lot of freaking money. But you know what? I'll tell you what. We, we, we had a really good set. Very happy with it. Sick of it all took the stage, and they made a room that was meant to fit you know, three, four hundred people easy that had like a hundred people in it. It was like the place was sold out. They, yeah, that, that energy that they put. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane. Whoever yeah, they was took there, up the space. Whoever was yeah, there yeah, they filled the was space. Losing their that's awesome. Minds. But that's why they're that, still here. And, 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 you know I mean? You're not going to be here in 30 years if you're not, you know, delivering like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean I, 
Pete Yeah, they're definitely not like living off the fumes of their past. They're definitely not. They're they're every record that they put out is fucking ridiculous. It's my favorite album of all time. I'm very fortunate to have like played alongside them in festivals and and become friends with them, you know, and and get to know these guys and you know utmost respect for them, you know, like I gotta say. You know, Madball is you know, I'm lucky I once you know, Mitz wasn't around. So they called me up and I got to play with them, which yeah. was, you know, dream come true for me. You know, I just saw Mitz on Warp Tour. Mitz is a great dude, man. Oh you know, God, what a sweetheart, man. love him. You know, uh, anyway, people, yeah, man. yeah. You know, hard, hardcore is my. This is something I want to put out there. You know, like my lifelong thing has been hardcore. You know, yeah, man. my life's work in a lot of ways. You know, you want to say, yeah. but um, coming out of it, Agnostic Front. You know. Uh, it was, it, you know, I'm not going to start another hardcore band because <clears throat> it's just, you know, like I was in the Yankees, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, what am I going to do, you know? Right. Doing something different for me is the right move, in my opinion. You know, doing something that challenges me as a musician. Sure. Doing something that, you know, gives me a different direction art- artistically. Doing something with equally influential people to me yeah. is something awesome. And I'm very lucky, you know. I mean, there's a lot of guitar players out there who are probably better than me. You know what I mean? I'm not the greatest. I don't. I'm not that. Whatever. I'm not that like technically you're not proficient. The in, in yeah, you are. Come on, relax. Well, I, dude, eh, you're a great. Eh, eh. I know how to fake it very well. <laughs> but you know, um, at the end of the day, I'm very lucky. You know, I was. You know, to meet people who 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 vouched for me, who got me in these places, and and brought me in to these bands that like are legendary or are legendary guys and from bands or whatever you know i'm lucky to play with my heroes man i'm yeah, si- i'm man. side by side with my heroes you know yeah, and uh it's it's an honor and i hope to do them as with af and and with this new band i hope to um rise to the occasion and yeah. become uh, you know a peer and an equal to these guys and like you know put my best foot forward and people appreciate it you know and i'm a i'm a i'm a could, uh, contributing partner to this yeah. project, you know what I mean? Yeah. Fantastic, man! It's fucking awesome, man. Uh, cool. I'm very excited about it. You know, it's it's cool. something different. It's something di- you know. Like I said, hardcore has been my. Like you're fucking passionate about it. And you Absolutely. Know, you fucking passionate. End of the day, that's that's yeah. All that, about. yeah. Listen, if you're not passionate, stay home. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. Exactly, man. If you're half-assing it, nobody cares. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to put your heart and your soul and your blood and your sweat and everything you have into these projects because, you know, at the end of the day. If you're not, people who see through that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. You know, you're right. If man. you're fake, people know that shit. Yep, you got to be real. You, you got to be real. That's something I learned from like, you know Roger and these guys. They were like, you know, we never faked the funk. Right. You know, we never posed. We never did. We always did what was real to us, and that's something I learned a lot from those guys. You know, yeah, that's fucking. That's- um, they're a very real band, Agnostic Front. You uh-huh. know, and the same with Kenny and these guys. They're not faking the funk either. You know, like as much as like. You know, with Typo, there was kind of some fantasy involved in it or whatever. When you talk to these guys, they're like, there's no ego. There's no, uh, you know, like, like dreams of grandeur. It's very real. You know what I mean? And that's, that's one of the things that, that, that also drew me to fucking hardcore mm-hmm. music. Man. Yeah. I mean, dude, Vinny just got a fucking New York hardcore. <laughs> he's on his head. Tattoo. He's, he's like fucking 63 years old. Yeah, 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 I love yeah, man. him so and much. he got New York hardcore on the, on the side of his planet. Vinny, he's a... He's such a sweetheart. Yeah, he's you know, a one of a kind. He's, he's you know, really that's the, that's the, the yeah the the um the guys who are basically the New York hardcore like like figureheads of the of the yeah. scene oh, are all like individual characters that are very oh, like special people. Yeah, Jimmy, 
Yeah. Jimmy G, Stigma, Roger, Paul Bearer, fucking, you know, on and on and on. There's so many guys that if you talk to them, it's like, man, you you know, it's just like be above human. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it's like you know, superhuman kind of like personalities and shit, you know? It, yeah. If you get deep in with these guys, it's it's hysterical. It's, it's you learn a lot. You know, they've seen a lot. They, you know, and they slept on floors. And then today, mm-hmm. 30 years later... They're the last people you'll hear complain about it. Yeah. yeah. You know, where I was like, oh, we're staying here tonight. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, uh, you know, yeah. they would never complain. Yeah. You know, I'd never heard them like, you know, okay, we're tired, whatever. That's like natural. But you would never hear them like complain about shit. You know what I mean? And where I thought, you know, and, 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 and you know, Steve, the drummer, Steve Gallo, you know, he'd be like, this is disrespectful. This band needs more than this. And, and those guys wouldn't even care. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. He would take it personally like, you know, Agnostic Front is a legendary band. Like, this is disrespectful. You know, like, right. it, it's... And they wouldn't care. But the, 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 bot, like, the bottom line is, you know, passion. Yeah. Passion for the project. Passion sure. for what you're doing. Yeah. You know, like, you'll do anything to make it happen. You know what I mean? You manage those expectations of what... Your comfort level is going to. If be. you have expectations, you're you're bound for <laughs> yeah. disappointment. Yeah, exactly. absolutely, absolutely, dude. You know, because, I, uh, <laughs> you know, this was uh, you know from a personal perspective. This tour we just did was our first. We've never done a bus tour. Yeah, oh, that's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but I heard your dilemma. Until you're bound. Yeah, yeah, around, yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and and, and three, four hours a night. Because, and you know, the breakdown oh and oh my god, and the, I heard the that man. That and, shit oh god, sucks. But you're right, man. You know, like you know, I the, guess that's lesser man thing. would give up. You're right. You're that's right. It. If yeah. you didn't believe in what you're doing and try to bring it to the people, right. you would have gave up. And that's the thing about these guys that you're talking about, like these guys AF. There's no giving up. I mean, yeah. man ball. And he, I mean, you got to give these guys respect. Guys from Bad Brains. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I'll man. give a little like, plug to fucking Howie Abrams and all. Oh guys. yeah. Fucking that that uh, Roger's book, My Riot. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Dude, I think you can pre-order it now. Yeah, sure, sure. You can get it now, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go to the signing. I'm, I'm probably going to go out to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Generation yeah. Records and Stigma's playing. That's yeah. Stigma's Stigma playing? Stigma yeah, band. Stigma's uh, solo oh. band. Yeah. Right. And Roger's Gallo. doing a book. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll be there. When, when is the date on that? Uh, it's the 28th. 28th of this month? Yep. I August definitely got to be there. Uh, be what else is it going to say? Yeah, just much love to those guys. Yeah, man. Much respect. I mean, for Absolutely. It. And Candiria. Let me say something about Candiria. You know, I'm a, I'm a, since pretty much the inception of Candiria, it was Raging Angel before, but then when they went to Candiria, since that inception of Candiria, I've been a fan. Cool, man. I'm a huge. I mean, me too. I was Yeah, too. I love, uh, you know, but even you coming into the band, you added a lot more Thanks, man. color. You know what I'm Thanks. saying? You know, like, you know, they're painting with a palette of a lot of color now, where before it was maybe a little more black and gray kind of stuff. Sure, you know what sure. I mean? Ken Schalk, oh my God, mind-blowing drummer. The guy, yep. uh, the drummer you have now, I don't know his name, Dan, but Dan. Dan is another amazing. I don't know where you found him. <laughs> Ken, but Ken recommended him. Yeah, well, it would take Ken to yeah. know somebody like Ken. He you was, know what I mean? He, he told me specifically, he's like, listen, if there's one person I know that can do the job, it's Dan. But Ken Schalk, and when when I was coming around watching him, was just mind-blowingly amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ken is he's 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 an alien. You know, he really is. That's what we always used to say on the road. This guy is just a freaking alien. alien. But he, he he is another one who hears music on another wavelength. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he understands music on a different wavelength than the average person, I he think. Does. You know? I mean, Ken's done a lot of recording. He's played a lot of different instruments. He listens to a lot of different types of music. He still does. He's still 
a phenomenal musician and and it's great it's really cool and i'm happy to see thing. he's still involved even if yeah, it's sure. not maybe Candiri, i'm sure his heart you know he still loves it yeah and he's still like friends and all that and i know he has I, a band called truth right now with uh doc Coyle. i saw that i saw yeah. they had a song that's yeah, pretty it yeah. sounds great and it sounds great i mean anything that dude listen I mean, he's out in california it's gonna be hard for him to be a part of this here yeah. in brooklyn whatever and it's understandable i'm sure and, you and know that's basically what it was we did try to make it work with ken and it just didn't... It's not it realistic, just, you know, for not. you guys to rehearse and, like, what are you going to do? Like, send, like, files across the country we, to each we, other, you know? We were thinking even about setting up, like, Skype and everybody's rehearsing in different rooms. We had all of these thoughts and these plans and, and it just didn't pan out. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is if you can't physically be in the same room together, you, you really... You lose some of that magic, you know? You do. And that, and that, was, a, that was a huge part of the conversation was the magic. There's something magical that happens when you're sure. in the room together making music i remember when they used to rehearse in ace london they used to like put a little red light bulb in mm -hmm. and like create like a yeah. create like a vibe in the yeah, room and they would play like the sickest like evil shit right. and all we'd see is a little crack in the door with this red light and like all this like yeah, evil. We're like what the fuck is that yeah, man? i mean i was i was still i was there with them yeah yeah like, i was there one of those people watching in that doorway yeah and and i wound up playing with a project uh called um what the hell was it called it was called uh, it was intrigue. That's intrigue. what it was called. Ken and this guy Joe. Bacardi. It was more of their ja jazz thing, right? It was just Im free improvised music, and it was called Intrigue. And now this is how I came into Candiria. This is how I came into the fold. Um, Ken had this project with this dude Joe Bacardi, who was an incredibly talented drummer, um, who played with with mallets. He didn't play with drumsticks. He played with mallets huh. only. And it was like really ambient and weird. And he played keyboard, Ken, right? And Ken yeah, 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 yeah. Drums. Like jazz piano. Totally, just weird, freaked out shit. And uh, I sat in on a session, just sat in and listened to them play. I just sat in and listened to these guys play. And I enjoyed what they were doing so much. It was so left field, so out like far away from what I was involved with that it was just really yeah, really intriguing and that's the way I feel about what I'm doing now also yeah, you know it's yeah. like uh, something so it's it's. I mean it's rock it's all rock and roll at the it end is. of the day it is where jazz is something outside of that realm sure. in a way but like um, it's all rock and roll but this is something different yeah. you know yeah. it's not fast no it's not it's not well I'm sure we have a part here or there or whatever yeah. but like for the most part it's something like you know m expanding my horizons and, and exactly. I like to think of it as you know exactly and as a musician that's a great I think that's the direction that we all want to be is always expanding our horizons and challenging Isn't ourselves. Isn't it, you know? man, that, that like you're always drawn to this, you're always drawn away, sort of, almost like pulled away from what you are doing regularly. Because you know what I think it is? I think it's, we want to become better. We want to become, we want to like broaden our horizon of, as, a, as far as like what we're capable of doing. Definitely. And you become interested. All right, I got this. I can do that. Yeah. Like, like you said, you're not going to form a new hardcore band, dude. You've been doing this for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Played, yeah. Played I, with the freaking yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, so, you know? Like, you know, you don't want to be redundant. Yeah. You know? It's like a painter. Painting I mean, I have my band, yeah. Painting I, over and over. Yeah, I have my band in Human that's been around forever, and we, like I said, do it for fun. It's my hardcore that's band, it. you know? Like, I still am involved in a lot of ways, and I'll always be, in my heart, a hardcore kid, like, you know what I mean? Of course. But, you know, trying something different, you know? And and, and and I And I hope people will accept it, even if... It's not their thing, or just at least give it a chance if it's not their thing, and just understand where I'm coming from with it. You know what I mean? Well, just based on the people involved, I think there will be plenty of interest. Sure. And just based on your talent alone, I oh, think that you. you know <laughs> we're going to be seeing some amazing stuff happen. So I'll give a, a formal plug. Mm -hmm. It's uh, August 26th at Starland Ballroom, 570 Journey Mill Road, Sable, New Jersey. Uh, yeah, this Saturday, August 26th. 
It's two o'clock doors, it says here on the event page. If you just go onto Facebook and just search Ride for Dime, it'll come up. Um, it says, uh, uh, the first thing, for the first time ever, see Silver Tomb perform live. Apparition, Blackwater Rising, Commonwealth, Enigma Machine, Palace Burn, Hammer Fight, I Kill Ya, uh, Lethal Affection, Negative Sky, Thy Will Be Done, Alakine's Gun, it's... There's a shitload of fucking bands on here. Shout out to Alakine's Gun too, man. Yes, yes. Jessica Pimentel yeah, from man. Orange is the New Black fame. Yes, yes. Old school hardcore girl. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. She is. She is. Respect where respect is due. She is fierce. Fierce. <laughs> That's a good word for her, right? Yeah. 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 But there are tickets available, so if you go on to Facebook and just just search Ride for Dime. Yeah, Mistress Julia's hosting, and oh, man, uh, so yeah, awesome yeah, yeah. We got a lot of people. You know, the cool That's thing great. is that That's like great. a lot of you know, a lot of people got involved in this thing because, like I said, good cause. You know, yeah, a good it. cause will good br bring good people out. You want to know something? Yeah. If you look behind you right there, you see that photo? Oh, yeah. And there's Julia right there. Yep. Who's in the middle? That's Chris Santos. Oh, yeah. All right. That was, uh, that was when uh, I had the South Sound studio. And that was right after Hurricane Sandy. Oh, yeah. And that was the benefit that Chris... Oh, gosh, man. What a... That's so sad that you lost all your shit in that, man. Hey, man. You know what? Listen, easy come, easy go. In this I hear, that's what you have to. You have to you have know, that mentality. You know, like nothing is promised, nope. not even tomorrow. Nope. And, you and know? I'll tell you the truth. You want to know that the, the, the reason why I have that attitude toward that whole thing is because it happened so it, – it went up so fast. Like the, the planning took a long time. But when we pressed the button and we were like, okay, now build it. It went up in like two months. Yeah, too and easy. It was gone. Too easy. It was almost like, <laughs> right? It was like too easy. Yeah. But you know what? In the end of the day, when I lost that, those those are some of the people that came together and raised money, at least enough money for me, for us to be able to close out the business, give the bands that gave us yeah, their, yeah, their, yeah, yeah. Their, their monthly, their monthly, whatever, give them their money back and us to be able to put a couple of bucks in our pocket just to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, Gosh, you know I mean? man. You know, like the amount of stuff you probably lost in that. I mean, Joey, Joey Z also went through yeah, the same thing. Same thing, poor freaking guy. You know, I, I'm pretty sure and he was alone maybe Billy, maybe Billy too. Billy Biohazard, I think yeah. he, he, I don't know if he had a studio in New York at the time. I think he did right. and also had some problems with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of people lost out on that. They, and, you know, I mean, um, people lost lives. So like, yeah. like, you know, I came home to this apartment. My lights were on. It was like nothing happened. Yeah, the same in my my neighborhood. I was on tour. We had done like a West Coast Canada tour, and it ended in like California. And they canceled our flight to come back to New York because Sandy was happening. And I was stuck in Long Beach for like a week. But luckily, a friend of ours let us stay in his house. Yeah. I got to say, it was like the most peaceful week I've ever had in my life. <laughs> my wife, I'm like, I was on the phone. My wife, like, oh, baby, I'm so sorry. I wish you could be there. But meanwhile, I'm like sitting on the beach. Like, <laughs> I was living in Jersey and I was trapped on my block for 13 days with no oh power. But some people, yeah, some people, Jesus. some people, oh, man. around me, everyone got their lights back within like three or four days but there was a huge tree that fell right in the middle of my street oh my god i was blocked in yeah. and all the power was off good thing at the time i had a fireplace so i yeah. kept that shit going wow, and we that's boiling amazing. pots because we had gas you know for the stove so we were boiling pots of water. stone age so sent you back to the stone age like warm and have steam oh and shit Bro, you know, some people lost everything. Yeah. You know, some people yeah. lost lives. Yeah, There's you know, a story about a, a woman who had she was in the middle of this whole thing happening, and literally she had she was in a car yeah. on a street. The street Gosh. flooded so bad. She put her kids on top of the car. She ran to a house to get help. She came back. Her kids were gone. Oh God, man! Yeah. I mean, lost lives, and like you know, yeah, my studio. 
was a lot yeah, work. It was again, breaking to lose it. It goes you, to the at the end of the day, it could be worse. It, oh my god! When you when you put it in that, when you put that in perspective, and you're like, man, yeah, there's this like you're like, all right, yeah, there's people, there's people without water. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? There's well, people well, like there's a guy who used to work with this kid, Rob, who used to work in the school that I work in. You know, Sandy happened. I called into work. I'm like, dude, I can't get off my fucking block. I was supposed to go to work. I was right. working in Bay Ridge. Yeah. Right? And Rob was like, dude, don't even worry about it. Make sure your family. Yeah, sure. Think of it. Well, not even come to think of it. Come to find out, he lived in Breezy Point. His whole neighborhood was fucking. Yeah, forget down. it. He had Crazy. no house. Crazy man. Gone. So. Crazy. Uh, yeah. This is well. Yeah. At the end of the day, just you know, like. How you fucking blessed? Yeah, we're we're we we have. A lot going for us, you know. Yeah. Uh, Even if you think you and, and and everybody's and everybody's like individual pain weighs a ton. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Like, like if if it, like if something is going wrong in your life, it weigh, it you know weighs a lot on you. You know, and, and and despite the fact that there's hunger and 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 start you know and homelessness and all these things in the world, your your pain is just as valid in sure, a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um. How much you continue to complain about those things and like <laughs> forget to look on the bright side, right. that can be a little ridiculous, especially if you don't take a look around once in a while and realize what you do have. You know what I mean? Yeah, Some people right. call me Jimmy Silverlining. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I so. Try, I try to look at the bright side. I do. Yeah, like, right. like, like for real, I, I, I do. I, I try to. Yeah. Some shit's just missing. You know, everybody gets caught up in their like, you know, woe is me yeah, of course. moments. You yeah, know what I mean? Of course, of course. But like you know, it could be worse. It could always be worse, man. It could always be freaking worse. Yeah. Uh, we are out yeah, about yeah. an hour and a half. All right, that's awesome. we jabber jawed. Hey man, yeah. we jabber <laughs> But you know, this is the thing. We should we should maybe close it out because you know what? We gotta have you back. I would love we to, man. Up. I want to come back when Jeff is around too, so yeah, I can that, bust his ba- bust his balls a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff right now is on a beach yeah. or somewhere. He's yeah. picking his belly button. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. You know, Jeff's a great guy. He is. He's a good uh, dude. I, I respect what he's doing with Lucky Thirteen. I just want to put it out there so he, if he hears this, he oh, knows. Yeah, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah. love the place. That's that's my stomping ground. Like when I, you know, when I get my night out alone, you know, boys' night out kind of thing, I go to Lucky Thirteens. You know, <laughs> same here, man. Um, shit. What else is gonna say? I just want to plug Inhuman Absolutely. on Instagram, Inhuman NYC or NYHC or something. I don't forget it's what it is. Inhum- on Instagram, it's Inhuman underscore NYHC. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, we have a Facebook page. We got Silver Tomb, uh, Silver Tomb underscore Music is our Instagram, yes. and I think it's our Facebook too. I'm not sure. If, if, if you go to Facebook and just yeah. type in Silver and Tomb, it's, it's, it's the only thing that's It's T O M B in case I'm not pronouncing my New York accent is too yeah, yeah, too yeah. Uh, thick Silver for you. Silver Tomb. Yeah, Tomb. Uh, what else do I got? You know, again, much respect to all the bands that you know I've played with, my friends. Uh, you know, New York hardcore. That's it. You know, on and on, worldwide hardcore, really, because I made friends everywhere through this thing that we got. You know, and people, people like minded everywhere you go, man. You know, it's 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 an amazing thing that like, you know, this 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 word has traveled far. Yeah, man. You know, and sure. uh, and if you're fraudulent, you'll get weeded out. Yeah, and sure. And you won't be missed. Yeah, you got to be sincere. You got to be. Real, yeah. you know, that's that's Either you have it or you don't, man. Yeah. There's really no fence walkers when it comes to this. It's shit. true, it's sure, true. sure. So, but uh, yeah, uh, much respect to you, John. Love you, love you very much, Jimmy. Much respect, much love. Thank you for having me here. All right, it's a, it's a fucking it's a hippie loving over here. <laughs> Kumbaya, motherfuckers. What the hell's a dog?